Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your Cavaliers a winner. The final game before the All-Star break. They get a 108-105 over the Bulls and they're 36-17 headed to Indianapolis. Jonathan Peterlin, and for the Tone Master General. Hello. Hello, Kenny. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm feeling better after the win. I didn't think that the... I, for whatever reason, I didn't think there was a doubt. I thought that the I thought that the Bulls were making shots that eh, like these are tough shots. I don't know if this is going to continue throughout the entire rest of the game. You just thought it was just going to at some point let up. I, honestly, I thought I eventually it would stop. I didn't look at it that way. I looked at it more as the, the Cavs just missing a lot of shots. Well, that too. But I, I I was watching the Bulls and I said, gosh, they're missing a lot of bunnies here, and then they're making these tough shots. I go, this can't be sustainable here. But it wasn't like the Cavs ran away with it or anything like that. The Bulls right. did have a chance to tie it up in the very end. But I, I did not think, I did not think that the Cavs were going to lose this game. As people were freaking out on my phone, yeah. As all this went down, I didn't think that they people were, were freaking out. Oh yeah, because you you had the loss against Philadelphia, and then I think a lot of people thought, all right, we're going to go out to Chicago. I mean, I think what they win by fourteen last time they played Chicago. Yeah, the Bulls are still trying. It's odd. They they're like they're not waving the white flag because they have some they have some contracts that they should have traded, they've but they didn't trade over the last few weeks. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not bad. They're not the world's greatest team oh. just because they just lack talent. But they they didn't wave the white flag the way that a lot of people thought they should have. I mean, DeRozan had a had a reason to you know argue about player of the week, let me, let me player see. of the month. Or... Let me go back and look and see what I grabbed the money on at. It was it was oh I got it at minus one and a half. God, here goes Sam Rossi. There we go. Here we yeah. go. Well, yeah. Stu Finer. Is what we like to really just well. Kinda, speaking of Stu, oh, I can't play minus, his stuff on there. Minus the addictions, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you could do it once. You could do the twenty-six thousand calorie diet uh, one once. Time. <laughs> I got to get you the mug, man. I got you. I got you. It's like seven different mugs. I think you'd want oh, from the Stu Finer collection. Lyman and I were invited to the party. Were you really? Yeah. Obviously, why why I, didn't you go? Lyme is Lyme was Sarah was pregnant, and I can't leave. And Lima oh, can't fall God. off the wagon like that. Honestly, come on. Listen, <laughs> Jonathan, would you just not go by yourself? What am I gonna tell my wife? <laughs> I gotta leave you and our three kids. Why? Uh, I gotta go to a party of a man you've never met. Okay, where does he live? Uh, he lives in the New York Metro. Yeah, what's he's known for? Bar stool. A lot of people. Okay, what's he do? He's going to kill your bookmaker. Like, none of that's going to work. <laughs> Liz has no idea about Stu Finer. It's like me, you, uh, a lot of listeners, obviously. My buddies who I grew up with, my buddy in Nashville who just, I mean, he adores Stu Finer. And I was like, he's like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. I'm like, 
I have a couple no friends that uh, have gone to Stu Finer's parties. Can't rave about it. Oh my God, John Jastrzemski. You know, he's John. been in the. Oh yeah, yeah. John's yeah. very good nice friends guy. with Stu. Very good friends with Stu Finer. I know John. He goes. He goes to. He goes to those oh, parties all the time. God loves him. Loves him. Oh, he seems... and you know John. John's a character, right? And so yeah. that's like exactly the kind of type of person Stu loves. I love. He'd that. love you. I oh, love you and Stu Finer would become best friends. Oh in a my second. God! I'm afraid I'd never come home. <laughs> I'd, I'm afraid I'd go. Liz, I'm in charge of the mulch. Uh, you can deal with all the kids, and that's it. So. I will say later on today when it comes to NASCAR, Jonathan's going to put uh, a couple of uh, a pennies down on NASCAR. I will help him on the sprinkle. I'll be, I'll be the stew finder in NASCAR for you. That's all I'm asking. I know you got it. I'll make it fun. I'll, this that's, the, that's the challenge. I think you can make just about anything fun. That's the challenge. Race on Sunday like you, you asked me earlier in the week, you're like, you're going to have to sell me golf at some point throughout this no, week. No, no, no. I came to you on Wednesday. I said, I don't think I can sell you a Bring sport that doesn't back. love itself. Bring me. Damn it. That's a great point. Well, I guess we ain't going to do that later. We I can ask you to we, bring me back to loving golf. We can ask Brendan Gulick. He loves golf I, just as much as I love golf. I don't think he can do he's it. He's going to tell me. He's it's an gonna, impossible task. No, he's going to tell me to walk the course, and I'm going to tune him out, and then you guys are going <laughs> to talk for the rest of the segment, and I'm not going to do it. Gulick joins us at 720. Chris Holtman got canned. We'll talk more about that and about last night. Also, uh, what's going on with some of the Buckeyes in, in college football and a lot of moving parts right now. A lot of moving parts. Got Chip Kelly down there. A whole lot going on. We'll check in with Brendan, Brendan Gulick. Coming up at uh, 7.20 this morning. And, of course, Mary Kay will join us at 8.20. Uh, for last night in, in the Cleveland Cavaliers, I kind of wanted to ask you. Yeah? And I'm like, they, 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 we'll see if it's unfair or fair. So you gave him the, the Peterlin pass for the loss against uh, the 76ers. Yeah, and I was getting tweets mid-game, by the way. Peterlin pass? You, you're going to give off the Peterlin pass? That's how you know. That's how you know it's stuck. Thanks yeah. for listening. Uh, yeah. I, so I'm getting these tweets, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Hell no, I'm not going to give him the Peter Lynn pass. I would have been livid. Well, I would have been a half point dog on Monday. Yeah. Nine and a half point, uh, excuse me, favorite on, yeah. on yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got you to gotta win these games. You got to win these games convincingly. In fact, last night, only winning by three against the Chicago team. I, I'm sorry, Kenny. I go into the break now. I'm disappointed. I was wanting to say, do you not give them, is there such a thing as a Peter Lynn pass for a win? No, I don't like, treat a win as a win as a win the way that a lot of people do. I know you, you don't. Know That's we, why I wanted to ask. Yeah, you. no, like, we do, it, I, I think that we do it so we do it so many times in football. Maybe in football, it's a little bit more understandable because you only got seventeen of them. But in basketball, no, not every win is a win as a win. You can, can you can have that. bad wins, and then in my estimation, that was a bad win last night. Now they showed a lot of toughness coming back. Two years ago, I would have vehemently disagreed with you. I think this year we can talk about that. They showed Continue. a lot of toughness coming back, but you're we we've, we've raised the bar on them. If we're going to raise the bar on them, you got to dog walk a team like. Chicago going into the all-star break wow. where you get you know you get to just kind of rest and hang out for the next few days you gotta you gotta leave it all out there you gotta hit more shots so you're you agitated over last night I, yeah I wanted to see him what? especially after Monday I wanted to see him go in there and just I mean completely destroy see Chicago. I didn't think I didn't think they were gonna lose I didn't see them losing I didn't either that's why I placed the bet in the fourth quarter when oh, I got so, him at, wait, at, whoa, at, whoa, at whoa, minus whoa. one and a half but it doesn't mean I'm not it doesn't mean I'm happy with the performance oh so you still won so what's your problem I won but it doesn't mean I it doesn't mean I'm happy about it but Jonathan, I see. What's I thought, your problem? <laughs> yeah, right. I thought he was just agitated because a lot of guys. No, I won. The bet cleared. We have a but. Uh, I shouldn't say it like that. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say it. What the hell? We have a buddy who is a um. He is a uh, sharp, and you can just tell on social media when he when he's losing. Yeah, and you I can I just tell. I'm very good at separating the two. Yes, I, I I feel like I am. Yes, but yeah, some people can't. 
No, some, he, some people cannot. He cannot. No, he, I, he wanted cannot. I wanted on mad. But I, I knew they were going to win the game. That's why I placed the bet. I was like, I couldn't believe we got to minus one and a half. But you're disappointed in the performance. They I weren't just, working on things. You know what it reminded I mean, me what, of? How many How many threes did Evan Mobley take last took night? one. I think he, he, hit, took I one. Think he hit that he one, hit too, it. early. I think he's like 8 of 14 over the last few weeks with his threes. So, I mean, what the hell, right? right? Let, me tell you, let me tell you why I was upset, okay? I'll take there's, a loss on that one. There's two reasons why I'm upset with last night. And, and these are not, I'm not going to take anyone to the, you know, to task or anything like this. But this Sounds is, like you wanted to. This is why I was upset. Last night, if you go if you go listen to the post game comments from JB Bickerstaff, he said the same thing he said after the Knicks loss in the postseason. Well, we I mean, hey, we we got the shots we wanted, they just didn't go down. Lack of execution. Okay, fine. That's the same thing you told me in that Knicks series. We got the shots we wanted, lack of execution. I hate that. What if it's still true? Hate that. What if it's just I need still more, true? I need better you execution. It, but it's, I need better execution in those moments. Wait, against the Bulls? You, you can't fall back on lack of execution. Yes, against the Bulls. I think any game. And then they did the other thing, Ken. Mm, they, they, fell, they fell back into the crutch that they've fallen into. And I don't think it's a bad crutch based off our conversation yesterday. But they fell into the crutch they fall into where in the fourth quarter when they're trailing, they just go Donovan ball. I think you're being a little unfair. And it's tough for me to say because I, I ripped them after the, after the Knicks series. I actually ripped them a couple of months ago for some of the, you know, the desk of Kobe Altman stuff that you always see and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think it's a it's it's the game before the All Star break. You're not gonna really see a whole lot of heat. You're not gonna see a whole lot of fight. I mean, Boston won last night. What by fifty? You know me, Ken. I'm not. I'm not the some radio hosts are the type that'll be like, it's a 162 game baseball season. I can't lose. I can't lose my mind over a May 30th loss where the closer comes but in long, and well, gives up a homer. As long not, as you I'm, mean it, I don't I'm, care. I don't care as long as you mean it. I don't care about other radio hosts. I care about you. And and I take I take every game. As if it matters. I, I am the part of sports radio that's fun for me is treating every game as if but it's the most I important. But what am I supposed game. to glean in the second half of the season? Like, it, there, I don't. The reason I disagree with you on this two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. What the hell? The reason I disagree with you on this is because I can't see a scenario where we come back in eight days and they go, "Who the hell? Who's the first game they play coming out of the All Star break?" Orlando. Orlando. Thank you very much, Mitch. Well done. It's good team, Orlando. So they got Orlando, and Orlando's a pretty good basketball good team. team. Now they're coming back down to earth a little bit, but they're still pretty good. If they go out against Orlando and they suck up the room, I'll be thinking about you next Thursday. We might be together next Friday, for all I know. So I, I might be thinking of you, and we might have to have this conversation because it's like, all right, you didn't you didn't get better from anything. You're still sleepy. Like you got to pick up the pace. But I can't think. I really don't trust that I'm going to be sitting here on Friday morning, next Friday morning, going, oh, yeah, Peterlin was right. I really don't believe it's going to be that way. I think a lot of teams, it's the game before the All-Star break. It's the way she goes. No, and I'm not saying this is like the beginning of the, a downward trend or something for the Cavs. I'm just saying it's, it's two bad games in a row. It's all it is. And it was not a good game last night. I, I can't tell you. It wasn't you, a good game. I can't tell you it was the game I expected last night. It, it I, I go into that one. You're nine and a half point favorites. I just I thought it was going to be a. I thought it was going to be a different game. I did expect it was going to be different. I did expect them to run off the floor, but they've been running everybody off the floor except for Philadelphia on Tuesday. So or Monday. So they it, they've been running everybody else except Philadelphia off the floor. They didn't run Chicago off the floor. They've had a good couple of weeks. Chicago has. They're still trying to not raise the white flag, just like you said. It's an opportunity for them to get a win right before the All Star break. I mean, a lot of things, a lot of things tend to go their way. And I bet. And I, hey, I only watched the Cavs last night. Sorry about that. I'd I'd be willing to bet. And maybe I'm making too many excuses for them. I'd be willing to bet that there's plenty of sloppy basketball played. There were some night. weird games last night. Thank you very much. You're not there wrong 14 about that. Games there or was, 17 games last night. There were some weird games last night. Yeah, plenty of them. 
So I bet there was plenty of sloppy there basketball was. I, being I played at, across so the I, I mean, I, you're, you're dead on there. So I, am I supposed to really pound I, their ass for what they no, happened last no, night? No, I don't want you to pound Sounds them Sounds like or you're anything. pounding them. No, 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 no. I, I just thought it was – it just the game went different than I thought it was going to. And I don't love to see – anytime you're near double-digit favorites in back-to-back games, I don't love to see these games be this tight. And, and a loss and then a game that really ultimately came down to the, the final minute 30 or so. I mean, if Darius doesn't hit that that step back three with like a minute ten left, it's a it's a completely different game. Nice job by Darius, by the way, to hit that shot when when it felt like we couldn't hit a three to save our lives. True, weird game. I don't think we're too reliant on the three here, Kenny. I really don't. But that was one of those games that kind of brought you back down to earth a well, little bit. I, I still think I still think you're trying to work on a few things. Now, Darius played 31 minutes last night. 31, yeah. All right, he had nine until the big shot with about a minute left to go last night because a lot of people have been irked at Darius Garland over the last couple of weeks. And I, I've made – if you want to talk about excuses, I've made a bunch of excuses for Darius Garland. A lot of people decided to go after him. Back, not a lot, but a few people decided to go after him on Monday after the missed shot against the against the 76ers. I thought it was a big shot last night, and I know, like, hey, I'm kind of grasping at things because I want to bring him along. But this is your team right now, so I can't sit there – and just rip on Darius Garland the whole time. I still think he's the second option. But I got to tell you, I think I'm right about Darius Garland right now. I think right now with the amount of threes that Evan Mobley's taken, I think I'm going to be wrong, and I think I'm going to be comfortable admitting it that I'm You're going to be wrong in, in that he's going to get better Mobley. and better, or what? About, and he I, should be taking more I threes? I wanted him to, if we were going to sit there and, and have him take threes, and I don't mean to sound like a broken record on this, I wanted him to take almost an asinine amount of threes than what he's taken, because I want him to find his spots. Okay, yeah. But... I'll tell you right now, the amount of threes that he's taken seems to be a nice amount of threes to see if they can get him open. Now, I don't know how much that's going to be respected in the postseason, but if it is respected in the postseason and I do see lanes open up, I've been a man who's had no problem admitting I'm wrong in the past, and I'll have no problem admitting I'm wrong in the future. You know what's interesting? Lloyd, they, 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 can't, they I can't still... say the same thing for Jason, but she, yeah, I, I sure yeah, but... as hell can say it for myself. Isaac Okoro is shooting awesome from three right now, and nobody respects his three-point shot. He shot 50% on eight shots last night, Ken. Like he's actually he's shooting threes at a really high clip I, right now, and nobody's I'm respecting it. So why, why do I think that they're going to all of a sudden respect Evan Mobley? Well, I'm glad. Well, this is I wrote this down yesterday. Actually, I do write down some. I don't take the type of notes I take for the for the Browns, but there's a couple of notes that I take. And that beautiful cursive. You what know? happened? Third quarter, eight thirty-six left in the game. I didn't write that. Oh, down. okay. There's a. I take a. I jot a couple of things down. We we can check my betting slips. That's how I keep track. Well, because honestly, I there's there's sets and, and things that happen in, in basketball that I, I need to be I still need to have explained to me from time to time. Ken knows blades of grass on the field during a brown. I do. <laughs> like I, have, I have names for each of them. You, your Think own names or the actual names of them? The names of the blades of the grass. I mean, you should. It's hell remembering that many names, <laughs> but we do it. Well, one of the things that you brought up with Isaac Okoro. Yeah, he's hitting a lot of threes. He took a lot of threes last night. Is I think there's a natural like. Hey, Evan Mobley, he gets a name around the league like this guy could do something. He could do something. This guy could be a unicorn, this, that, and the other. Now, I think some people might roll their eyes when I say such a thing. Uh, I'll leave it at this. I Isaac Okora, I don't think, gets the same amount of respect naturally as Evan Mobley does. So I think if Evan Mobley goes out there, maybe he draws some people with him. I still think that there's plenty of players around the league who are just like, okay, take that shot, whatever. And now, over the course of time, it's going to have to change. I think they did the same thing with Sam Merrill at the very beginning. I think they do the same thing with a lot of guys when they start taking threes. And and it's up to it's up to the defenses to respect these guys. I mean, they will close out on Darius. They will certainly try to close out on Donovan Mitchell. But out of a five <laughs> out of five man rotation, you ain't going to close out on everybody. 
Yeah. And I think that Isaac is the guy that they're going, okay, but eventually you're going to see this on tape and you're going to go, hey, we gotta, we're going to have to put something out on this guy if he's going to continue to hit threes like this. I, I thought last night, I thought at some point Chicago was going to turn around and start doing something but on Isaac, and they kept daring him to shoot it, and it, he it, was. When they get to the postseason and he's still shooting like this, if he's still shooting like this, because it was a nice finish to the, to the first half of the season for mm-hmm. Isaac Okoro, if he still does this, then that's going to be able to pay off because then you can really clear things out if you have Evan Mobley out there and you still have Isaac Okora out there and they can be a threat to everybody. So I'm not part of the reason I'm not any bit upset whatsoever because they, well, they, yeah, they won and I can be very nice when they win. But it's also, well, I can start to actually see a vision of what they're trying to do with J.B. Bickerson. Definitely. 216 474 0092. Coming up next, we have a bout last night where uh, one prominent NFL head coach that we all fought over, including Lima yesterday. It's being called the master of the scapegoat. Ken Carmen, Jonathan Peterlin in for tone on the fan. Now the Ken Carmen show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. Cavaliers won last night 108-105. They are 36 and 17 to finish the first half of the season. I mean, I know that's not the actual halfway point of the season, but still we feel it's a halfway point of the season before they go to the All-Star break. Donovan Mitchell goes to the All-Star break over there in Indianapolis. Samani Bates will be in the Rising Stars game coming up. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On Friday, so that'll be nice for Amani Bates there. Nice pick by the Cleveland Cavaliers, even though what the play-by-play guy over at Eastern Michigan ripped him when he had him on the show that day. But either way, nice start for Amani Bates. However, one of the big questions has been Donovan Mitchell and his future. Here's Donovan on NBA Today. Man, at the end of the day, I'm focused on winning. You know, I tell I tell that at the beginning of the year, the biggest thing is how can we win. It just goes without saying, like whatever situation brings winning. You know, that's kind of my been my my biggest thing. And you know, people are always gonna have it's gonna be a topic of conversation no matter what I say to you. Here's Malik, it's gonna yeah. be something that's talked about. But ultimately, we can just focus on what we can control uh, and be the best team we can be. This is off the backs of what's being said uh, according to two. Random NBA general managers, they say he's gone at the end of his contract. Once well, so I'm like, well, his contract's still for two more years, so we'll see where it is. I do believe him when he says he's about winning. I do, too. So this 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 postseason run becomes extremely important. You know what I also believe him on? In, in that same interview, he mentioned how he had put the Knicks series behind him. I really do believe that. I, I, I think they're very they're tunnel vision for this year. I don't think they – now, maybe Jared Allen, it might be a little bit different. 
when the, the lights get bright. And that's kind of what I liked about last night's game, too, is you're on a national game. The lights are bright somewhat, somewhat. And uh, they were able to rally and come back and not just melt. But maybe that's what we need to focus on for the first half anyway. But yeah, I like, no, I like this out of Donovan because that's what I've always believed. I believe if you take him to an Eastern Conference Finals appearance, he's never going to leave you because you, you're not going to have a better situation elsewhere if you're Donovan Mitchell. Deshaun Watson was on Unplugged, QB Unplugged on Lockerverse and was talking about what other quarterbacks had had to say to him about working with new Browns offensive coordinator. We're not sure if he's going to be the play caller. Ken Dorsey. I'm actually out here in L.A. training with a couple guys that, that actually played in Buffalo. And I asked them about Ken, and they were like, man, it's super exciting. He wants to score a lot of points. He wants to be the top offense in the, in the league, and he wants everybody to just be successful. And I think you know, having that mindset, he's not directing just one player. Whoever get the ball is going to get open. That's the key. Okay, then why didn't Deshaun do any of that in the time we've seen Deshaun? We saw Joe Flacco do that. He wasn't with Ken Dorsey. No, I know. We saw Joe Flacco do that, though. That's what he really wanted. One with Ken Dorsey. Joe Flacco got like 10 different players involved. One with Ken Dorsey. Deshaun got three involved. Well, Deshaun won with Ken Dorsey. I also, you're giving him a lot of credit for being like, oh, uh, not you. I'm saying like like Deshaun is for saying uh, Ken Dorsey wants to be the number one offense in the NFL. What offensive coordinator doesn't want that? Like, name me one that doesn't think that way. I don't know. I don't know. The Ken I, I, Dorsey thing has always been a little weird to I me. I think Matt Canada was hoping for, like, number 20 <laughs> at some point. <laughs> an acceptable 15 <laughs> would have been very satisfactory like, here. Yeah, give, me, give me an argument here before we <laughs> – I mean, I the Ken Dorsey thing is odd to me. I, I Have I ever told you my theory on, on how he got the job? I don't think I have. I'll be the nice Browns about job? it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, play All with ears. me for a second. And if you want to rip me on Twitter for it, go ahead and rip me afterwards. It is what it is. All right. I don't really care. Yes, you do. I don't. I truthfully don't. Yes, you do. Why do you think I care? I don't care. Because the way you said, I don't the way really I said care. It, I, all right, you want to rip me on Twitter at my name? I I don't care. Yeah, I don't you care. care. Go ahead. Cam Bring Newton. Up. He Move has on. him on as a guest a week prior to them hiring him. Cam Newton obviously worked with Ken Dorsey. I think what happened is Cam Newton, at some point, either before or after that interview, said, hey, Deshaun, Ken Dorsey should be your guy. He got me in the Super Bowl. I won a league MVP. I'd never been better under anyone else but Ken Dorsey. This is the guy you need to go hire. Take it from me. And I feel like Deshaun, again, there's a reason why he had Cam on his podcast to begin with anyway. I feel like he really does trust and believe Cam Newton's words. And that's how the ball got rolling on that. Not a surprise to me. It's a interesting week that. that you bring that up because Deshaun spoke some more on the podcast. You know, go through the uh, the history of his coaching career, leading all the way back to Carolina. And, you know, I think he was a quarterback coach for Cam when he won the mm. MVP and took Thanks. him to the Super Bowl. Mm. The last couple of years, you know, Josh, uh, you know, everyone knows what Josh's been doing up in Buffalo. Mm. How about that one? I think this whole process of events was set in motion a while ago. I do. I do. I don't so think they, they were interviewing. I don't they were interviewing no. a lot of people, no, and then all of a sudden, Ken Dorsey. I don't think they thought that they were getting the very best out of him. I think that the organization is worried about what they're getting out of Deshaun Watson. I think the organization is worried about us having to argue about his health or returning him to 2020 or confidence and 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 really having to sit there and make arguments going, well, he was really good in this half, and he was really good in that half, and he's really good here, and he's really good there, but not really good in other places. And I think that when, when Ken Dorsey would, became available, they marked him down on a sheet, and they marked down several others on the sheet because maybe the, maybe the coaching staff knew, maybe they didn't, but it was probably the swan song, and we didn't know 
for the coaches that they let go. I think the ball got rolling with that uh, Cam Newton interview. And then Deshaun went to the people that he needed to go to and said, this is the guy I want. And then a week later, he got hired. That's I'll believe that one for a very long time. You think time. they wanted him over Kellen Moore? Yeah, I think they want to appease Deshaun is what they want. I, I think they want to put this in. We'll get you the guy you want. You got to deliver, though. And that's the guy that he wanted. He wanted him because he cares about Cam Newton. You got to deliver. You have that fully guaranteed contract, but damn it, you better deliver. Hey, can we go nitty-gritty football for a second? Just, well, just, it depends just for, how you do just, it. Just, not a cup of coffee. You just gotta. based of, uh, off the Cam Newton, Josh, I just want to – it's a question I want to ask you in relation to well, Deshaun Watson. that's not how nitty-gritty football works. It's not how nitty-gritty football works. All right, then scratch works. it. Not how nitty-gritty football well, we works. We talk about zone blitzes. We talk – oh, man. We, we talk about, talk about you're seeing yeah. in the secondary yeah, coverage brother. rates. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about some serious-ass chalk-talking football there, buddy boy. Do you boy. think Deshaun's going to be the runner that he always has been? If he wants to be the guy that, uh, you know, Coach Josh Allen and Coach Cam Newton, they're the two of the best running quarterbacks we've seen in football history – I don't think he's going to be able to run as much with these injuries. That's Ken. not that's not nitty gritty. That's philosophical. Okay, good. Then scratch the nitty gritty. We already scratched it anyway. Yeah. All right. Philosophically, what do you think about that? I think that's going to be the one of the main talking points we have in the fall, because yeah. I think naturally he's going to want to take off, and I think naturally all the fans in the world are going to sit there and wince every time he takes I off. I think they might start giving him the like, hey, you got the red light now. No more green lights on third and eight to try to go ahead and make a play happen. Mm-hmm. Kind of, a little bit. Remember Josh Allen last year had that shoulder injury. What'd you pay for? What'd you pay for? You didn't pay on. You didn't pay to put the brakes on him. They, they put the brakes on Josh on Allen last year with that shoulder injury. He, did, he, he was he was running on third and two on third and eight. He wasn't running. Well, then, he, but and it's such a good thing you got the offensive coordinator. That was his offensive coordinator last year. So we got the offensive coordinator. And now we're going to put the brakes on him. That's what they did last year. Listen, man, you can be as uncomfortable as you want, but you got what you got. Now you're going to have to make the most of what you got. I think it's going to be a fascinating and development to keep an eye on. Part of making the most with what you got is that you got to let him be. I'm dying to That's find out. That's the way out. it's going to go. Dying to find out if he plays a little scared when it comes to running the football. Or if they play scared for him that way. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go that way. I think it's we are we are in this, and we must go fully through. Holding him back, I don't know if they're – I mean, they could talk about that to try to make us feel better. I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, Kyle Shanahan fired Steve Wilkes yesterday, the defensive coordinator of the 49ers. And, uh, you know, there were some people who said, well, that makes sense. The defense fell off after D'Amico Ryans. Jason LaCanfora tweets out, Twitter reactions brought to you by Shivin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. He said this yesterday. Kyle Shanahan, eternal scapegoater, dropped Steve Wilkes after shutting down Mahomes in regulation, knowing no D.C. jobs are open. Kyle didn't tell Team OT rules, made stupid decision in OT, quit running ball, couldn't score 20 points in 60 minutes. Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, Purdy, all mundane. Strong commentary from Lock and Fora. Yeah, why do we need a fall guy when you go to the Super Bowl? That doesn't make sense to me. Everyone's like, oh, he's a fall guy, he's a scapegoat. Why do, we, why do you need a fall guy when you go to the Super Bowl? Because it's the second time that Shanahan's blown it against the Chiefs with 10-point leads. Yeah, I just, I just feel like I don't, I don't think you need one in that instance. Well, if Lock and Fora really I mean, this Steve is his first year here. Like, if, if, if Steve Wilkes had been the defensive coordinator for both of those Super Bowls, then maybe, no, will maybe say, he becomes that scapegoat. Uh, being a Chiefs fan, me and my oldest son yesterday did go back and watch all three, the ends of all three Super Bowls yesterday because we were bored. Sure. And uh, he noticed, nice. he noticed, he goes, wow, they got a ton of pressure in that first Super Bowl, uh, the defensive line. Not as much pressure in this game the other day because uh i don't know if it was like the blitz the blitz schemes or what but like here in alley yeah sorry but i do think that um 
the way they went after Mahomes this time was a lot different than the way they went after Mahomes. Last you guys, time. you guys see the NFL Films cut of uh, there was a couple players in the 49ers. I, I don't know what part of the game this was. I saw it in passing, so I didn't take too much to it. The no. one uh, where he's he was inside like, the NFL. Yeah, area. the inside. Yeah, where he's like, uh, well, yeah, this guy's a, just a really he's just a really average quarterback, isn't he? And he started like, he started boasting about how Mahomes was nothing special, and then Mahomes did Mahomes. Whoopsie Daisy! <laughs> that one came at him fast, didn't it? Guys say weird things during football games. Well, you gotta you gotta say to yourself what you gotta say. Is that, is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, okay. All right. Well, on that point, should we be miking these guys up then, and and really uh, really putting everything they say during these games Let's out talk there? Talk about a Cleveland fan wanting to mic people up because you know I no chance in hell they don't have the audio of Mason Rudolph. Well, that was Jason's big thing for the longest time. That was my big thing for the longest time. It's still my big thing here for the longest time. Oh, okay. Am, I, am I crediting industry. the wrong person here? Yes. Well, I mean, Jason could say it too, but I'm telling you right now, there's somewhere there's got to be audio. You know, I'm a big consumer of that's, the morning show. That's a, And by the way, that's another thing where I'm not supposed to stick my head in the sand over conspiracy theory. You're telling me billion dollar industry over there, how much Fox paying for that? And they didn't have the, was it Fox? I think it was Fox. Fox didn't have the audio of that? They had the audio of that. Yeah, of course. No, but that's in their best interest. I can't, I can't fault them. You, 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 then I had to give the I explanation to why re-litigate. it was in their best interest to not put yeah, that out yeah, there. Yeah, because I don't need to relitigate why uh, any any part of that. But, yeah, that's clearly in their best business interest to not have that out there. No Does Lima name his kid Mason if that audio gets out there? Probably not. Whew. Wow. It'd be an untouchable name. <laughs> There's untouchable names out there. It'd be an untouchable name. Wow. That was a hell of a thing you just said there. Brendan Gould, Brendan Goulding will join us at 720 this morning. Also FML at 745 where Jonathan and his family are celebrating the first birthday of his sweet daughter. Coming up next, you feel disrespected, but in that league, I don't think that makes you special. Ken Carmen Peterlin in for Tone live on the fan. 745, fix my life. It's not their party. It's supposed to be yours. That's coming up at 745. Yesterday I bought flowers. I said we don't give gifts, but I give spite flowers. Yeah, like uh, it's a, the Larry David Spite story. Yeah, you give I, spite flowers. I give Spite flowers every year uh, because one time back when Liz was working, she, uh, no, I don't want anything. I don't want anything. I don't want anything. Okay, great. You ain't getting anything. And then I didn't get the flowers. And then all these women she worked with, they brought in flowers. They, they had flowers sent to him, and Liz didn't get any flowers, and that was just hell on earth for the rest of the night. So ever since then, I said to you yesterday, I said, hell or high water, she's getting flowers. Okay, and that's how that's always going to go. So I went and I bought the flowers yesterday, and I always feel weird buying the flowers on. It's almost like I'm robbing the giant eagle when I go and get the flowers. I'm Okay, I mean, I'll need an explanation because well, I've never. Do you just grab them and run out the door without paying? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, you're fine. He turns into the, the town. So it's, it's as fast as <laughs> I possibly. It's as fast as I possibly can go. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get flowers, and I'll get a card. And I got a funny card this time. Usually, I get these dramatic cards, and I write out this big thing, and I go, let's switch it up this year. Let's get a funny one. And so, I got this one. It was like, if I could love you any, if loving you is a crime, throw my ass in jail. And it was this donkey, and it would make a noise and stuff like that when you open it up. It was great. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. I'll do that. So, at least I had fun with that. But I had to go get the flowers. And, I mean, it is because you just – it feels – I don't know, Jonathan, it feels cliche, which oh, I don't so want to feel. feel you, okay. Yeah, but I'm like, when else are you supposed to get flowers, dude? No. Like, I, when are you supposed to get them? Because they're supposed to be fresh. So I, I used to have a problem with this if I bought flowers that weren't Valentine's Day. I always thought that the, the cashier would think that, oh, boy, this guy really messed up. 
Like this guy, this guy, what a mistake. Really? Yeah, I used to have a problem with it. I'd be like, I, I, I clearly I'm buying that. flowers. I, I'm in the doghouse. Why else would I be you know, buying flowers? See, I've picked up stuff and I go, oh, I'm going to get some flowers. No, be nice but, for. but you'd be surprised though. They just, they that. give you really nice reactions to it. I think I think the I think they lean towards if you're buying flowers, you're all right. Something happened. You're doing. You're you're at least doing it. You're you're not not buying flowers, right? Which no, is man, a good I, deal. Like, yeah, right. Like you're at least, there's an attempt there. Even even if you did mess up, but I'm not saying anyone did. But like I think they give you the benefit of the doubt. And I, I I've noticed when I buy flowers in non Valentine's Day moments. They give me good looks, as if like, oh yeah, this, this guy's this, that's, it's a good guy right that's here. That's what I did, because I like if I like if Liz is like, can you stop here and get this, this, and this, and I stop into the Eagle, and I go and I'm like, well, I'll get some flowers. It's like June 14th, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh well, I you know, hey, any idiot can give flowers on Valentine's Day. I'm giving flowers on June 14th. Look at me, I'm that's better right. than all you guys. That's Flag Day. That's what I th- is it really? I think so. Well, Liz gets flowers for Flag Day and Valentine's Day apparently. So. I just feel so weird going in there because it's, I don't, I can't explain it. It's like, I'm just in this cliche thing. Is it because like you kind of work hard? You kind of work hard to not be a cliche? Yeah, man. And I got to go there and I see, like, and mm. you see all these guys and they all look like me. I'm wearing my Duluth Trade Company jacket and I'm wearing my, you know, I got my boots on. I'm like, all right, here's these flowers. And I got this card and now I got to go. And it's every, I do not want to talk to a cashier. It's like one of the few times I want to deal with a cashier, but I, and I go, I don't, I want to be in and out as fast as I can. Well, the customer, the guest services table is the closest thing to the exit. Right. So I want to get in and out. Boom, boom, gone, 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 gone. But she got out and left and like helped somebody at a register. And I went and there was three people working a register down at the end. And then there was a bunch of uh, regular self-checkouts. I'm like, I'll do self-checkout. Every time I went to a self-checkout, someone stepped in front of me. It was like a movie. Mm. And I'm like, I don't want to stand here. So I had to stand there. Like, I was kind of like hiding the flowers. Like, I'm not buying flowers, really. And I had to do that. I mean, I got. If you look to your left and right, other people were buying flowers. I was walking briskly out of the giant eagle, and there was this couple in front of me. And I didn't want to, like, rush by them and hold the flowers because I didn't want them to see me holding the flowers. Yeah. Yeah. And they, like, stopped on their way out, like, oh, look at the price on that wine. And I'm like, what is the, what are you doing? Go. Get out of here. Go. (laughs) I got to get going here. I don't want people to see me with the flowers. And it got so bad. Somebody was walking out. I got a great spot right near an island. Love an island spot out there in the parking lot. And it was like right You're by an the door. Boy. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to get in and out of this. Careful. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I got this spot right on an island. And I went to go, and I had him in my right hand. And yeah. this person came walking at the back of my truck. I actually was able to nose her in. And I took my body and turn and hid the flowers as I put them in the back. No, seat it's truck. Valentine's Day. I didn't want anybody no. else to What's see. What's your them? problem? You get, I don't get, know. Why don't you order them online if you got I'm such just an issue so here. ashamed of myself. Like I have to go buy the flowers on Valentine's Day. I'm going to send this air check to Liz so she knows what kind of personal torment she's putting It is. In. It is. And I, I thought about that. I think about this every year and I go, why didn't you just have them delivered? And I go, right. I don't want to go through the added rigmarole of having them delivered and all that stuff. And or, I go, well, or doing what mine did where it shows up on the 13th, and then you're like, oh, no. They just get them delivered to the house? What's that? There's no other people working with her at the house, so what, what's that going to do? What do you I'm mean? I'm not what impressing the, what's anybody. It do? I, if I just go pick up the flowers and I bring the flowers home, it's like, 
Here's your flowers. I've brought your flowers. No, they, no, you I know why flowers. you do this because this sounds very 1955 of you. Is what this sounds no, like. No, it's 1957 well, in my house. I told that you that. Yeah, in the 50s yeah. still. Uh-huh. But yeah, if, where it's like, all right, I gotta go. Liz wears an apron go to the around store. the house all yeah. day. Yeah, gotta go to the store. Gotta pick up the flowers because it, it's Valentine's yes. Day. They have these things delivered to the house these days. And that's another thing that I'm in, I'm competitive about, nasty about, because I remember that day that all these other ladies got flowers and she didn't get the flowers. And I go, there's no point in me delivering flowers if somebody else is not going to be. Were you guys? You guys weren't married yet, were you? We were married. Oh, yeah, okay, we good. were hitched. Because it's a good tip from Mitch there. Don't send flowers to someone to their work if you guys aren't serious, serious. That's what another, the hell that's would another, do that? That's another thing. I, I've seen that pop up recently. People just sending flowers to people's workplaces when they won't even see in for a couple months. That is the easiest way. A couple to months. Not get, yeah, that is the easiest way to not get uh, hmm. more dates. Really? Yeah, yeah. How long you got to be together before you send flowers? I would think a year at a minimum, maybe something around there. Maybe even maybe Holy even a little shit. bit earlier. Taqua. To their work, to their work's a big deal. Yeah, because then they got they got to answer for all the all the questions around. Oh, who's that? You know, all those all those type of things. Well, I would feel I think they I have made to... it a month and a half with my current. Yeah, wife. really. Flowers. Yeah. It was their birthday though, when we were had just become serious. They would only just begun. Like, Again, but the dating stuff is weird these days. I would feel I would feel if you would, if you'd man. only dated like two months, but you had already seen her at work and they already knew who you were. That's they different. Had already seen that's you. different. They've already yeah. seen you. They know about you. That's, that's I think rule. that's a little bit different. Yeah. That's good. Mitch, did you uh, did you contact that woman on yesterday? Contact has been made. Um, Saturday is there something going on for sure. Yeah. Tonight, maybe. Oh, there he is. All right. I'm not gonna say anything more because apparently she likes the show. So uh, she likes you. <laughs> Not a fan of tone, is she? <laughs> I wonder who else can't confirm or deny anything. <laughs> wow, wow, awesome, excellent. All right, uh, tone's going to give you. It, tone's going to give you relationship advice that sabotages this thing now. No, well, no, he's just going to say, "Wait until you're 42 and then ruin your life." That's what he's going to tell. <laughs> Coming up at 7:20, Brendan Brendan Gulick going to join us on the show. We'll talk Buckeyes with him. He's from the Buckeye Breakdown. Of course, he covers the Buckeyes and hosts right here on 92.3 The Fan. Coming up next, you feel disrespected. Sorry, I had to get the flowers thing in. I just had to get that off my chest. The problem with all this is you might feel disrespected. I think 70% of the league feels disrespected. Ken Carmen, Jonathan Peterlin, take us with you to work on the free Odyssey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.